Good evening. And as always, I uh, want to say thank you for watching this evening. And uh, I just uh, pray that you have enjoyed uh, the day. Thankful that we have avoided the terrible weather. Uh, left church last night and it was snowing and I thought, holy moly, uh, what in the world? But I am thankful today that the sun was shining and that uh, there was very little snow or things like that left. The roads were clear and so I'm very, very thankful for that. Uh, as always, I forgot to turn off my floor heater, so it's kind of loud and noisy. But uh, I hope that you had a good weekend. I hope that if you were able to get an extra day off this weekend, that you were able to enjoy that. But tonight, as we um, work our way through the book of Job, uh, and we come to Job, the 36th chapter, uh, tonight I want to talk to you about the dangers of pride. The dangers of pride. Pride is something that all of us struggle with. Oh, you're saying, not me, not me, Jake. I, I don't have any, any pride. I, I know better. Pride is something that can come and go. Pride is sometimes something that is directed to certain areas of our life. And so while one area of your life, there might not be a great issue with pride, but yet other areas might cause you to have pride. And I think this is important because all of us um, probably know someone uh, who seems to be prideful in every area. And what I have found is that many times pride is an attempt to cover up the areas of our life that we feel are the weakest. And so tonight, as we are looking at Job 36, Elihu becomes prideful because he thinks he's speaking for God. You say, now, wait a second. That doesn't make any sense. How can you be prideful thinking you speak for God? Well, if you believe that God is who the Bible says that he is, powerful, wonderful, majestic, uh, the God who hung the stars in the sky and told the ocean it could only go so far like I believe. Uh, if you're speaking for him, excuse me, it is like speaking for royalty. It's kind of like an ambassador for the United States of America has greater weight in discussion than the ambassador to Zimbabwe. Why? Because Zimbabwe, no offense to that country, has very little power, has very little military compared to the United States. And so the power behind the messenger is the only reason that a messenger has power. And Elihu is speaking for God. He is pointing out the sin in Job's life. And any time we think we are right, and have found fault in others, we can become very prideful. We can become very arrogant. 
And what I have realized now after pastoring for 10 years and uh, uh, experiencing highs and lows and victories and defeats, uh, mountaintops and valleys, is this. None of us are right all the time. None of us are perfect. And the Bible talks to us about that. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The Bible talks to us that we will offend others and that we should go to others when we are offended or go to those that we believe to be offended toward us. And the reason is, <clears throat> is because God knows that pride will ruin your situation. The Bible says that pride cometh before the fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. But I want you to listen to what Elihu says in chapter 36, starting in verse 1. Elihu also proceeded and said, Bear with me a little, and I will show you that there are yet words to speak on God's behalf. See, I'm speaking for God, and God's got something he wants to say to you. Kind of sounds like a person with a dog. Sick him, right? Get after him just a little bit. But I don't think that's the heart of God. In verse 2 it says, Bear with me a little and I will show you that there are yet words to speak on behalf of God. I will fetch my knowledge from afar and I will ascribe righteousness to my maker. For truly my words are not false. One who is perfect in knowledge is with you. Now he says, I am telling you the truth, a hundred percent accurate. You are with someone who has great knowledge. Well, I don't know about you, but most people who think they know it all know very little. <laughs> the people who think they've got the market cornered on the what is usually are more what ifs. <laughs> And so tonight, I just want you to know that in dealing with people, always stay humble, always stay kind, always stay reliant on God. And when you come into contact with people who maybe think they're like Elihu, that they do no wrong, that they are God's gift to everyone, that they have more knowledge about everything than everybody, just know that God sees it and God can handle it. And tonight, know that God won't use you and I if we're prideful. But he will use us if we're humble. And so tonight, no matter what people say about you, no matter how difficult things seem to be, how much you want to fight for your case, just stay humble. All those times when you really, really, really want to correct somebody or you've got to thing or two on your mind that you'd like to tell them that you could be the one that straightens them out just let it go <laughs> pray for them wish them well and know that God can take care of it I think this is something that I have been recently reminded of and that is that I have to trust that God knows what he's doing that God knows what he's doing in every situation. But I can be prideful and sometimes think, God, if you would do it this way, 
or God, if you would work in this manner, then I would, it would be best. <laughs> and so sometimes our pride doesn't leave our mouths. Pride is just what's in our heart and in our minds. And so tonight, just trust him in the difficult moments. Trust him that he can change hearts and lives. Trust him that he can restore relationships. Because, friends, our pride does nothing but separate and divide. That's why Jesus had to come. Because in the garden, Adam and Eve said, we can be like God. It's what separated Satan and caused him to be thrown out of heaven that he wanted to sit on that throne and be greater to God. So tonight, stay humble. Let God use you. And know if you find yourself in a position of pride, just to repent, come back to Jesus because he died for you. He loves you. And he has risen from the dead and sits at the right hand of God, the Father, and makes intercession for you. And so as always, I am praying for you. If I can do anything at all for you, please don't hesitate to let me know. May God bless you and your family.